Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. What an afternoon at Hamden. Breathless stuff. 120 minutes of end to end mayhem. And Rangers win by two goals to one to book a place in the Scottish Cup final. They will take on Hearts on the 21st of May. But before we get to that, what did you make of today's game? 01419511025. Jim Duffy's there. Hugh Keevans, Gordon DL, Mark Wilson are in the studio. And you can join us on the phones. Let's hear from you. Alan, first of all, is a Rangers fan from Alloa. Sum up your emotions tonight, Alan. Absolutely unbelievable. I thought after the extra time on Thursday would have really taken this toll. But today, they really excelled themselves. Especially the second. I thought the extra time, we played better in this extra time there. Uh, and I, th- I was quite surprised how uh, Celtic didn't really attack as much as I would expect to have done. And they had, what, eight days rest compared to what we had, and that's two extra times we've had. But in in one word, fantastic. Yeah, the physical effort from Rangers will be the headline from today, Hugh. In, yeah. in terms of the match, getting through to the finals, the headline. But you know what I mean? In terms of the match, that physical output from Rangers between Thursday and today, extra time in both, how do you sum that up? They get what they deserve for bravery. They got it against Braga Thursday night, 10.30 finish. They got it today against Celtic uh, with another extra time finish. Uh, bravery is the summary. Celtic concern is the summary. They, to take nothing away from Rangers, were very, very poor. And I think all bets are off now. I don't think the title is mm. the finished article that people thought it was. I'm compiling a list here. Giacomacus is out injured. Kyogo looked miles off. Abada went off injured. Cameron Carter Vickers finished the game unable to walk. Greg Taylor, who scored the goal, off injured. Uh, Maeda pulling out of tackles in a Celtic game against Rangers. Uh, he looked miles off it as well. And Jota never in it. So I think there's serious concern for Celtic as they approach their next match next Sunday against Ross County in Dingwall. Well, we'll get to the Ross County game at some point in the future. Let's concern ourselves with today first. How would you sum up the physical effort from Rangers, Gordon? Brilliant. Um, I think if you went along there as a Rangers fan, you were a bit concerned about, obviously, after Thursday night's uh, efforts, Gordon, going to 120 minutes in Europe on Thursday. But I totally agree with Alan. I was watching the game, and Hugh quite rightly said, if there was going to be a winner, and I think we all agreed in the studio, it was going to be Rangers. I think Rangers got stronger and stronger. And if you'd to- if you hadn't told me that, you know, and I hadn't watched it on Thursday night, a Rangers playing, you're looking at that screen today. Mm. You would have thought there was Celtic that went through yeah. the 120 minutes, but that's all credit to Rangers. Rangers mm. deserved what they got today. It wasn't a classic, but Rangers deserved what they got. I mean, there, there would have been moments, Mark, when Rangers looked tired, obviously, but, but not as tired as Celtic. That's the important thing, and, mm. and that's going to take a lot of figuring out for Ange Postacoglu. I will. Very strange how the game went, because when Celtic go one up, you think mentally as well, that would knock Rangers out. It didn't. You know, Rangers came back into it. Then Celtic had a wee period after the goal they were in control. But Rangers came back into it. So that's all the more impressive. I thought the manager, Van Bronckers, has to take credit because the substitutions he made made such a difference. Davis, Kamara and Arfield. Arfield comes on, scores a goal. And then Sakala put on to be a nuisance and to grab the winner, yeah. he certainly makes a nuisance himself and forces Starfield to put the ball in the net. What does it also say about the character, Alan, of, of your team? Because it has been questioned, and, and at times, justifiably, I'm sure, you would probably agree. But physically, yes. What about mentally and the character? How impressive was that? Well, today, uh, I, I thought... Uh, when they were going to play the day, I thought after the what happened on Thursday night there, it's kind of built up uh, a kind of momentum there, and uh, everything was all going for them. They're at the semi-final, and I thought this would gee them up as well. Although I thought a bit of tiredness, but the mental mentality of the Rangers players, oh, it was just a hundred percent effort, uh, and sometimes some of the tackles they were doing, it was just get in there, get the ball, get the ball, and they just seemed to be doing that. I thought to summarise up there. Fantastic play for Rangers Well done to them uh, 100% credit I was, I, I just thought that Celtic Would have had a bit more uh, In them uh, Against Rangers Having an 8 days rest But there you go then uh, The best team won As far as I'm concerned I thought 
Yeah, I mean, don't take our word for it. The physical effort is best seen at the game. Jim Duffy, sum up the shift that, that Rangers put in. Yeah, an incredible shift. And, and if you're a Rangers fan, you're immensely proud of your team today and, and what they put into the game. Um, you know, and, and, and the desire to try and go and win it. You know, I mean, it would have been not so easy, but it's the easier option. You get to you get to extra time to say, right, we've done a great job here. If nothing else, we'll get we'll, we'll get a bit of praise for the effort and then play for penalties. But they didn't. And as I say, the substitution, I thought Davis, when he came on, was typical Stephen Davis. Calmed the play down, kept the ball. Hardly, I don't think he did give the ball away, but if he did, it might have been once. I feel making those runs into the box that time around, which he'd done. And all credit to him. You mentioned the, the miss against Braga, but it shows you that again the strength of character of the boy and what, it, what playing for Rangers means to him Sakala again coming on and just making an impact so you know there were so many positives for Rangers uh, you know in terms of you know the structure of the team the balance of the team how they played because they, they, they made Celtic have to change as I think Mark could say that in the studio you know Celtic had played more longer balls and more balls from back to front than they ever do uh, and, and part of that was because the likes of Rogic and Hitati in particular were way off it I thought McGregor was get past marks but other than that no one in the midfield and no one in the front area get past marks. Defensively, they worked it okay. But, you know, if, you, if Celtic's midfield are not looking to make angles and not moving the ball quickly, then, you know, the, the, the opposition can, can, can nullify them. And Rangers definitely done that today. So, listen, all, all credit, but there, there are one or two concerns. A little bit for Rangers, obviously, again, one or two injuries, Ramsey in particular. But today is a day for celebration if you're a Rangers fan um, because your team uh, thoroughly deserved to, to, to win the match and get into the, set, uh, to get into the final in, in May Could you pick one standout player amongst the, the Rangers team? Well for me Lundstrom absolutely 100% Lundstrom was the best player on the pitch for me by a country mile uh, he covered every blade of grass you know one tackles passed the ball you know, he had a real authority. He's not the captain, but it was a, a real driving force behind the team. Uh, so for me, uh, he typified it. And as he came out roof as well, just because of the shift he put in and made Celtic have to rush things at times and put them under pressure. Uh, you know, and so, so th- those were the two most influential players for me. But Lundstrom, for me, was the best player on the pitch by a country mile. Alan is a happy Rangers fan from Alloa. Campbell is a Celtic fan in Port Glasgow. What did you make of that, Ca- Campbell? Uh, first time caller to the show. What uh, made you call today then? Need I ask? Well, <laughs> well you probably know they probably told you. Uh, the referee, that referee's a disca- an absolute disgrace. That was the worst performance I've seen in years and years. And I've seen Celtic being cheated at quite a few things, but that, that guy was cheating today. And Celtic well, should do something about that. I'd be careful with the language because that's obviously quite a serious accusation that you can't really back up. But, you know, this is football. I get that. People get unhappy. Um, what in particular? What what what, what, are you, what are you talking about? What in particular? Well, how Rangers finished the 90 minutes, never mind the extra time with, with 11 men's beyond me. You were talking about tackle after tackle, tackle from behind the ball. When the Celtic players run away with the ball, they're, they're coming in for the back, cleaning them out. Celtic players surrounded the referee on more than one occasion. Never a red card. Never, never going to show it. He wasn't going to show it in a million years. Who, who in particular, though, deserved to be sent off? Well, there was a few tackles. I can't, there was that many. I can't even remember what Rangers players it was, but there was that many. I must be able to remember one then, if there were so many that annoyed you. Did you not see it yourself? I'm asking. I, I, I'm not really here to give my opinion no, on the game, though. I just want to know who you think should have been sent off. It's not. It's not that outrageous a question. Lundstrom was the first one. Yeah, he was the go. first one that done it. We've got a name. That's all I was looking for to, to put it to the panel. Um, I, I said at the time that some of the Rangers tackling was. Naughty But I don't think There was a red card In the match I do think It's a traditional road For Celtic and Rangers Supporters to go down In the depths Of their disappointment Always start with the referee Campbell has not made A single comment About how poor Celtic were From start to finish Uh, Ask any questions About why they Looked the team Who were tired In extra time When Rangers Were having their Second period Of extra time In three days So Bobby Madden didn't have a great game Yesterday's referee John Beaton Didn't have a great game He sent off one player Should have sent off three Okay But that didn't alter the fact That Hearts deserved to win yesterday And it doesn't alter the fact That Rangers mm. deserved to win today So you think it was the referee That cost Celtic today Campbell? Uh, can I ask you a question? Sure, are you telling me in that game? Because I'll, I'll come up to the studio And we'll sit and watch it again and I'll bet any money, we'll get an independent referee and sit with, with the juniors. And I'll bet you a thousand pounds an incident that the, the independent referee would say that's a red card. Are you telling me 
quick, quick question. Have you never seen one red card for Rangers in that game today? I'm party. That sounds like I'm, I'm telling you that I didn't see a red card, and I won't be waiting here for you because I'm going to my daughter's birthday party. Oh, I can do it another mind. night though. Could yeah. rearrange it. Anyway, no? as I say, Campbell doesn't have one objective word of criticism to make about his own team, who were very, very poor. And I repeat, Bobby Madden at times was. Poor in his decision making But I did not see One tackle that deserved A red card And I would invite my two honourable friends here To ask To to back me up or not Yeah I would just love to Be at that part as you said Gordon No I I think that If you look at the game overall I'm not saying that Bobby Madden Had his best game There was a few questionable Yellows that I looked at Tackles and we discussed them During the programme I don't think Bobby Madden was the reason that Celtic are out of the Scottish Cup. I think it's all down to Rangers. I think it was a scrappy game. I don't think it was a classic, but it was all about winning. It was all about getting yourself into the final. And I think when you look at it, yeah, Celtic fans will look at Celtic's performance below par. I just thought after Thursday night, I said my prediction, I just had a sneaky that Rangers could win this this afternoon. And they went right to the last, you know, another 120 minutes. The desire of Bassey getting in behind the Celtic defence and Starfield, unfortunately for him, putting in his own net. But I'm not going to sit here and say that Bobby Madden mm. was the cause that Celtic are out of the cup. Is that how far you would go, Campbell? Do you think the referee caused Celtic to lose today or did Celtic have anything to do with that themselves? I, th- I think Celtic were dreadful today. I don't think they played their football. Uh, at all they, they really should have had it Rangers constant The way they've done it Pat Head the three nothing game they never, they never deserved to win the game They were terrible But what I'm, the, the point I'm making to the boys I'm no, I'm, I don't know why I talk about Rangers desire And what they've done to get up the park With all due respect to God in there All I'm asking is, is they've, they've played football at highest level I know who hasn't But are they telling me that, that Not that they didn't see a red card in that game I've seen about four mm. Mark Four red cards uh, No I want to yeah. agree with that And look I I, I, would have been I, something. I yeah. agree with the guys That Bobby Madden I thought had a shocker Today But in terms of four red cards I didn't quite see it I'm looking at the stats again Did Lundstrom Not get booked At any stage I, I, I don't see a yellow card Beside him So that's that was Maybe that's what Campbell's meaning I thought Lundstrom Had a couple of tackles That should have been A yellow card And I'm just looking On, on various sites That I can't see a yellow card Beside his name Which I would find remarkable but none of the none of the main decisions led to really anything uh, in terms of goal scoring situations. Yeah. It was done to Celtic. I mean, um, I get I get this, Campbell, because losing fans complain about refs, and, and and so sometimes so do winning fans. But if you're saying that Celtic didn't deserve to win the game anyway, then it's not like Bobby Madden cost you, Campbell. Can you hear us, Campbell? It still sounds like he's there Well you know, with Celtic could have been doing With showing some of the aggression That Rangers showed All afternoon Because I said during the game That Celtic were passive And insipid And so they were From start to finish Passive Insipid Didn't deserve to win And The referee In the The West of Scotland Is always the referee And he's always part of a conspiracy theory But Bobby Madden Did not cost Celtic the game Jim, four red cards for you? <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, listen, you know, the thing about uh, tackling, um, you know, in, in terms of mistiming tackling, is the referee initially gets a bit of praise for, for not bringing these yellow cards out quickly. Then he sets a bit of a precedent and, and, and he makes a road for his own back. And I do think Lundstrom should have got booked. And, you know, the, the only one I'm not 100% sure of was the one that Kamar Roof was chasing back and brought down, I think, was it Callum McGregor? I'm not sure, but anyway, he was on the break. And he, and he kind of lunged in for the back. Now, for where I am, up, as I said, up in the gantry, it looked as if it was a professional foul and clipped him. But, you know, looking at the you know the, 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 the information that's coming through on TV and stuff like that, they, they seem to think it was a lot more serious. And I, I haven't seen it since then. And obviously, where I am just now, uh, the, the, the game's not on, on, on the screen here. So I'm not 100% sure. But that would be the one that would be debatable. There was a, there was a few that could have picked up yellow cards, but... Listen, we, we complain when referees dish out yellow cards left, right and centre and we complain when we don't. But uh, I don't think, like the guys, I don't think it was Bobby Madden's greatest game. 
But ultimately, um, if, you, if you're a Rangers team, you want to make it more competitive. You want to make the play, you want to break the play up a little bit so that Celtic don't get into a rhythm. So from that point of view, they've done it. And more importantly, and the most important thing is, there was no Celtic player injured today as in a significant injury through a tackle. And I think that's that's I think that's always significant because you know listen we want we want you know teams to be competitive but we don't want them crossing the line and that's the reason why I don't think there would be as I say that that one that one for me might have been borderline but other than that yeah maybe I'll, maybe another couple of yellow cards. Campbell will try and sort some dates. You and K- Hugh Cavens can have a, a lock in in here one night. That was Campbell in Port Glasgow. 01419511025. More of your calls next. After they play. You have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Maybe, just maybe, you've started to calm down after quite an afternoon at Hamden, which saw Rangers progress to the Scottish Cup final at the expense of Celtic. Whether you are on the happy side of things or the unhappy side of things, we're keen to get your thoughts. 0141-951-1025. Let's do that with Michael. In Thornley Bank Michael As a Rangers fan Sum up your feelings Gordon I wasn't Having to calm down I knew Gio had it all along Is it all these Outers that say Gio can he do it It's like We're in a semi-final Of the Europa League Or the Scottish Cup final We are We never We never doubted him We're always going to mm. do it It was just a process of time mm. And okay Celtic have done well In the league um, But we went through A transitional period but we've not went anywhere. We're still there. And um, all the, the Celtic fans that think, oh, they're back in top. Well, have a wee word with yourselves and sit down because we're not going anywhere. Yeah. I think they're probably referring, well, up until today, yes, you're right, there may have been confidence for the Scottish Cup. They're probably referring to the league, though, in that sense, aren't they? Oh, well, they are, but the league's not everything. Um, listen, Rangers and Celtic, they're fighting four, uh, uh, four fronts. We've got Europe, we've got the three Scottish uh, titles. Mm-hmm. It's not all about the league. And tell you what, I'm sure every Celtic fan would absolutely swap to be in a semi-final of a European Cup than getting knocked out by three different league, uh, three different European Cups in the one season. Get knocked out in the semi-final uh, in a Scottish Cup, but have a good chance of winning the league. End of the day, you are on our way. You would... You'd... You'd swap. Do you think Celtic fans would swap the league for that? Well, absolutely, because the league you can win the league any any year. Rangers or Celtic. Mm. If you go back in the past 30, 40 years, nobody's won the, the league outside Rangers and Celtic. But Rangers and Celtic, who's who's went all the way to the final? Celtic done it in two thousand three. We've done it in two thousand eight. We were on our knees ten years ago, and we're all the way back to do it again. Oh yeah, of course. I, I didn't know you. I, I didn't think you'd said. Obviously, Rangers would go and win European trophy. Of course, that's massive. I thought you meant at the moment. You know, Celtic would have swapped it, which I'm, I'm not sure is the case. Anyway, we're we're getting sidetracked. Um, Jim, what it does do is it does where Michael's right. It puts a wholly different complexion on things. It's just one game today, but it just flips everything. Like you know, the, the feeling towards Rangers. Michael says he always believed in Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, which is great for Michael. But loads of his fellow Rangers fans didn't. So you know we can't rewrite that stuff, um, but today and now it's a, a Europa League semi final at the same time. The feeling is just changing. Yeah, I mean obviously I was on with you and it was a week or so ago, and you know Rangers fans were, were, were unhappy, you know, uh, about about the performances of the team, and uh, you know and we said look they've got a semi final coming up, and um, you know make, make sure you know see, see how that goes. We're talking about the, the Europa League, so the you know so for, for them um, to sorry for the quarterfinals, so for, for them to, to win that match and then on the back of it win today. You know, as I've said many, many times before, football is, is it's an instant reaction. It's an instant reaction from fans and opinion. People don't look at, you know, as something building here. As it, it takes a little bit of difference. There's going to be a lot of hiccups. It's if you don't win, if you don't win that game, get rid of him, change him, get move him out. And if you do win, yeah, listen, he's fantastic. He's he, he, he's he's the guy we need. But I think I think today. I think could have been a big turning point for, for Gianni Van Bruckhorst just in terms of the opinion with the Rangers fans because I think he got his tactics spot on, I got his team selection spot on. Everything about his performance today, the fitness levels, the character, the 
you know, everything you need to win a, a tense game. There was a lot of tension in the game. The, you know, it wasn't a classic football match, but when you're at the stadium, you can actually feel it and you can hear it because every time there's a, a, a pass back the way, a square or somebody gives a ball away, you know, the fans are right down on top of them and really, you know, getting on the players. And the players have got to deal with that. So there was real tension in the game. But ultimately, Rangers were successful and deservedly so. And I think Van Brockhurst deserve an enormous amount of credit. And hopefully that buys him a little bit of time with some of the doubters that were obviously out there. Yeah, it's a big day, Hugh, on that front. Because, I mean, fair play to Michael. Um, if that's the case, then he's a better man than most. If when Celtic won 3-0 at Celtic Park and then followed that up by beating Rangers to take control of the league at Ibrox. If Michael went, no, 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 this is all fine. We trust Gio and this is just a process. He's a better man than, than most. Yeah. So for today, for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst to oversee, not just today, but the last four days, has been what a, a feather in his cap. Precisely. Uh, his image is restored in the eyes of the Rangers fans. If Michael felt that way about Giovanni, he should have phoned in before he actually won a game against Celtic. But he didn't. He waited till the Rangers had beaten Celtic and then he made his feelings known. Uh, I think to win two games that have gone to extra time, back-to-back, having finished at 10.30... On a Thursday night Started at 2 o'clock On a Sunday afternoon I think it shows Immense Bravery Character Determination Delete Whichever is inapplicable It changes everything Rangers are going to Celtic Park For a league match When they come back From Leipzig um, I don't think The league's over now I think that Rangers If they uh, Go on with this momentum Beat Motherwell whenever that game is played. Do well in Leipzig. By the time they go to Celtic Park, hmm. this league could be Hugh, open Hugh, for discussion. Yeah, Celtic would need to drop points in no. three out of five games, though, wouldn't they? Well, by the way, that's not to say that it won't happen, but it's worth bearing that in mind. They've got no. five games left. They'd need to, in fact, they need to lose two of them, yeah, I, and I, drop points I, in the I, other. I, essentially, I, I don't agree with you. Um, I know what you're saying, but. Or have I got if, that wrong? Have I counted no, that if, up wrong? If, Celt- if Celtic had won today, Hugh, you wouldn't, you would never have said that. You know the league's not over. For me, the league is over because six points plus the goal difference, seven points. I know that Celtic were poor today. I know you rhymed off a few injuries, but they've got a massive mm. squad. They've got quality players. There's no chance Celtic are throwing the league away. I think today's all about Rangers. The four days that you mentioned, mm. Gordon, was so important for Van Bronckhorst. You'll play that back here if he gets hundred percent. Listen, you play it back. Van Bronckhorst has come through this with flying colours. There were doubters out there. Rangers fans were doubters of the, the manager. This was massive for him. He's come through it. Now he's a hero. Now everybody thinks it's the right appointment and Rangers fans are delighted tonight. So, well done to Van Bronckhorst. I, yeah. I thought he played a big part today. Substitutions were brilliant. Yep, Jim Duffy, you know as well as anyone, more than any of us, that <laughs> substitutions are a great stick to beat managers with. And Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has had his fair share of that in his time at the club. But you can't argue with him today, that's for sure. Sakala and Arfield both came on and pretty much won the game. Yeah, and I think Steve Davis as well. I have to say that. I think because he came on and when you take Lundstrom, I initially was on with Lundstrom, but when he took him off, you need someone just to calm the ball down and uh, calm the game down. And that's what he did. He just sits in the middle of the pitch, reads the game really well. He's a pendulum. He just keeps it ticking over, ticking over. He's got that wee bit of class about him. Maybe, maybe... You know, he he's saying to Van Brockers now, listen, I can I can be play a more a more significant part in this Rangers team uh, towards the end of the season. But you're right, uh, Arfield. I think I would say the, I think everyone would be delighted. Any anybody that's ever played the game uh, knows that that miss must have haunted them a little bit for the last few days. And then to go in there and get the equaliser. Uh, and as I said, and then you know have the impact that he did do. I think you just delight him as a person, you know, just never mind a footballer and Sakala as well. So yeah, everything that Van Brockers done today, he done correctly. The timing was great. As I say, his starting lineup was great, and his substitution was good. So he deserves all the plaudits because the management's a tough gig, and when you get it wrong, you get it in the neck, as we know so many times in this phone. And so when he gets it, uh, when he gets it right, he deserves all the accolades that are going to come his way tonight. That's why today was so crucial though, wasn't it Jim? I'm not saying Giovanni Van Bronckhorst loses today and he's at the job centre tomorrow, far from it. But if you lose the league and go out the Scottish Cup and then they don't reach the Europa League final, which is going to be tough obviously because that's not an easy thing to do. History tells you that. You're, you've got a big old summer ahead. And that's not to say that it still doesn't. But if you can turn that around in one afternoon or start to turn it around I should say in one afternoon, that, that's kind of what he's done isn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Gordon, if, if, he, if he'd have lost today, there'd been a significant number of the Rangers fans that are wanting him out the door. Absolutely no doubt about it. So this buys them a little bit of time, buys them, regardless of how they've done in Europe. If they'd have lost today, there'd have been a number of Rangers, a good significant number of them said, no, it's time to change the manager, get rid of him, it's not working, and all these sort of things. And you hear all these wee kind of rumours, and you know, there's no the same intensity about the training. Well, I tell you what, whatever they've done in training has been great, because the fitness levels they showed today were, 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 were off the charts. So, you know, the manager done his bit today, as I said, deserves applauds and just gives, just calms everything down round about Rangers, allows them. Yeah, Hughes, right? I mean, it's a real test for them to really challenge Celtic for the title. But if Rangers could get to a, a semi-final, if they could get to a European final and a, and a Scottish Cup final, listen, I still think it'll be a really tough match against Hearts. We'll worry about that near the time, but. Nevertheless, if they have, if they can have, be successful in either of those two of them, it's, I still think it's been a decent season for uh, Van Brockhurst. Not an exceptional, but yeah. a, a certainly more than decent one. Let's see where it went wrong for Celtic in Simon's mind. Simon's calling from Dalmarnock tonight. Simon, how would you sum it up? Uh, uh, hi, Gordon, uh, Dazzler and Hughes at the panel. Yep. Uh, I thought Celtic were second to every ball today, and I think uh, Maeda had a great game, but. He doesn't. He doesn't stick up front as a central focus. I think. Uh, I don't know. Obviously, Kyogo was not played for a long time, but uh, I, just, I just don't think. I think he's better out the side. I don't know. I don't know how he, he goes when he's through the middle. I don't think it works uh, for Celtic. And I thought Tom Rogic. Uh, obviously, Rangers had uh, put players on him after the last game. I, just, I still feel that he's touch lightened in the day, and he just looked slow. And it looked like Celtic were the team that had played midweek rather than Rangers. Yeah, Jim, so often Tom Rogic So often successful against Rangers So often successful at Hamden Wasn't his day Is that poor on his part? Good on Rangers' part? A bit of both? Yeah, a bit of both I mean, uh, when when the ball was going up As I said before Because Rangers press so high Rogic normally finds those little pockets But Bassey was going right up on top of him And really tight and just and goals and more or less say, well, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with Maeda and I want in one situation. And yeah, it worked really well for Rangers. And you, you, right, Tom Rogic was, was off the pace. He's touch. He normally drops that shoulder. He's got a little reverse turn on the half turn. He's terrific at it. But it just didn't work for him today and he just looked a little bit off the pace. But listen, as I said, he wasn't the only one. I thought Hatati was really poor. I thought Jota and Abada were poor. Um, Maeda works hard. I don't think he was outstanding by any stretch of imagination, but he, he, he still works hard. But you know, if you're a Celtic striker, you, you know you've got you've, you've got to have a little bit more supply. And those talented midfield players that we mentioned didn't supply. And then when the Riley came on, he was way off it as well. Looked really ta- really leggy. So yeah, I mean, Rangers done a job on on Celtic, and I think you have to give credit to Rangers. But if you're a Celtic fan, you're looking and saying, how can so many of our top players be off for him on the one day? Any of the defeats against your nearest rivals hurt Simon but sometimes you don't see them coming and, and those sting a bit more everyone was say, making out that Celtic were favourites because they've won the last two games they're top of the league Rangers were tired the, is that one of the tough things to take about today that you perhaps didn't see it coming? No I, would, I, I think the day that I think both teams are really close if I'm being honest they're, they're, they're close they're two good teams now um, I thought maybe the last couple of games maybe, it was, maybe Rangers are due one but uh, it was just it was just the manner of it. I thought, uh, as Jim just said, Kyogo, even when he came on, I don't know if it's the, the length of time he's been out or if he's uh, thinking about his injury and doesn't want to be out that length of time again. I don't think he looked sharp. I don't. I think he was he was slower in the ball in the in the chase, which I'm not used to seeing to Kyogo. Uh, so I I don't think I was surprised. I was just disappointed. Yeah, I mean, Hugh, I don't think. Simon is doing this anyway But it would be strange to blame a guy Who came on as a sub after being out for a few months For, yeah, yeah. for what went wrong today But Yeah that that wasn't Kyogo's finest hour That wasn't the Kyogo no. We saw in the first half of the season um, So You feel sorry for him uh, He's won Celtic the Premier Sports Cup Earlier in the season And at that point His season came to an end He looks miles off I thought Jota Abada And Maeda All looked Lightweight Powder puff Carried no threat at all um, And As Jim Duffy said Matt O'Reilly Quite alarming That he came on And, and looked as ineffectual As he did uh, the, I, I think the Celtic supporters Should be alarmed By that performance And alarmed by 
the injuries that have suddenly cropped up and the unavailability of uh, Giacomacchus and so on and so forth. I think by the looks of it, his is short term, isn't it? Is that, I think that's what was said during the week. But uh, if Celtic don't come back roaring in their next match mm. and if they drop anything to Ross County, the Dazzler and I will have a wager because if they don't take full points mm. at Ross County... <laughs> It's up for grabs again yeah. But but you know The arithmetic is there Do you think Celtic Are going to drop points In three Of their five remaining games If you drop points In fact they would need to lose two And then And then mm-hmm. If know, you drop, drop points in another If you drop points at Ross County mm-hmm. Where they needed a 97 yeah. minute goal oh, I, I get all that Just for, for speed purposes Do you think they'll drop points In three of five games I think they'll drop points In the first two And then we'll talk about The last three Wow um, Jim Duffy Is this a Domestic reality check For Celtic Or Is it just a football game And sometimes you lose them No it's, it's a football game Yeah it's a massive game But I, I, I know I know Hugh is, 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 He always is waxy lyrical Which we enjoy But I don't think There would alarm there I mean if you look at Celtic's record over, I don't know When was the last time They lost a match You know So they're a poor game today that happens in football time. It's the wrong time to have it, but it does happen. Um, so, like the test of any good team, which you expect is the next game, go and prove people that that was, you know, your poor game that you have. You'll have two or three of them a season. You don't want them in the, in the pivotal, massive matches, and today was one. But um, from Celtic's point of view, at the last, I don't know, three, four months, they've been absolutely superb. So I, I think it's a hiccup today, and I think they'll, be, they'll get back on the bike straight away. So I don't see them. Um, you know, falling short over the next few weeks. Alan is a Rangers fan in the Gorbals. Where did it go right for your team today, Alan? From the start, from the start, we forced them off the park as far as I'm concerned. Rangers didn't give them a chance. It was the way they played um, last week, Rangers. It was just every time they took the ball, they attacked. I like that. Tavernier, absolutely fantastic. Ken, Ramsey, they all played, they all played for the desert today, and that's what I like. Excellent game. I mean, I, I get what Alan means, but you know, Rangers were one 0 down with twelve minutes to go. So let's let's praise the character and the resilience and the, the fitness levels, rather than saying you know it was, it was there from the start. It was always there from the start because football yeah. can bite you in the backside. And the truth is, it wasn't there from the start. With twelve minutes no, to no. go, Rangers are out, but they dug so deep, Hugh, and produced. And if Cameron, if Cameron Carter Vickers had scored when he should have scored instead of hitting the bar. That would have been 2-0 And that would have been The end of the picture For Rangers However He didn't score He hit the bar Even though it was harder To hit the bar Than hit the net And Rangers As I say Back to back games In Europe And in a cup Which have both gone To extra time Within the space of days For Rangers To win both of those games Says everything About a team Who have An awful lot In front of them here I repeat, if Rangers get to the Europa League final and win the competition, I think it's the biggest result ever in their history. How important was that win today, Alan? Massive. It was a massive result for Rangers. Um, I mean, we want to win every cup, obviously. We want to win every game. I mean, same as Chelsea. They want to win every game. They want to win all the cups. So, yeah, it was good that we stopped them for getting the, the treble. Um, and that was good for Rangers. Yeah, I don't think anyone will argue with that um, Jim Duffy You always find these other subplots You know, we mentioned it all about Giovanni Van Bronckhorst And the exertions of Europe And the way the league's gone And so on and so forth Let's not forget how often that By and large, that same group of players Has been criticised in cup competitions For not being able to get over the line For not being able to even get to finals Never mind win them James Tavernier spoke about it yesterday He said they've always fallen short in his time at the club Well, maybe a chance uh, now to put that right Yeah, I mean, well, that, that's what it is I mean, obviously Stephen Gerrard had a really poor record in the cup competition But, um, you know, uh, Gianni Van Brockhurst has been in And, you know, obviously his first, first competition didn't do so well But this one, you know, he's got the team to the final So, you know, again, the players deserve a lot of credit But you've also got to look at the last two firm matches Although Celtic won it Rangers were a lot closer and played really well in the second half in particular. No cutting edge, but took the game to Celtic and took the game to Celtic today. So I think they learned from that 3 nothing de- defeat. I think the manager learned. They can't sit off Celtic and allow them to dictate the play. And they've improved since then. The first game, they didn't get the result, but down to fantastic defending from Celtic. But today they did. And, um, you know, the, the, the little... The, the, 
fractions of luck that you might need in terms of getting your own goal, but that was doing a good play. Then, then you take because in the other game you don't get them. So um, for for Rangers' point of view, yeah, I mean, absolutely, uh, cup competitions has been, you know, very elusive over the last several years, um, and they've got a massive match, as I say, coming up in May the twenty first. Uh, thank you to Alan. It's that time of the afternoon. We said it could be a big afternoon uh, on this front as well. Well, we got a boost, didn't we? Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Golden goals. A massive boost, I should say, for Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals. Remember, because it was a big game, we knew it was at stake. We knew the teams were playing each other. So we decided £500 a goal would go in to the pot today. We got three at Hamden, which means we're now sitting £28,250 to give to one of you at the end of the season. But they've both still got five league games each to go Rangers have got a Scottish Cup final Rangers are still in the Europa League So one of you listening could win goodness knows how much By the end of the season Apparently Hugh that's worth 37,000 cans of cold baked beans Oh, If you want to spend your money I'll have uh, on that You could probably spend oh, it somewhere not. else and so, Look, please don't. seriously Don't be that person who forgets to enter And then listens as someone else wins it at the end of the campaign Here's how you make sure you're in the mix You get your phone out You text GOAL to 61025 G-O-A-L to 61025 It's £2 to text Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only And the full terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com Lines close On Scottish Cup final day Of course We now know who that will Be between That's 6pm Saturday the 21st of May So for your chance To be the winner At the end of the season Text GOAL to 61025 It's Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open line 0141 951 1025 Jim Duffy's still at Hamden You've not been chucked out Have you? Still there? No not yet No, I think, Listen you can't move anyway Gordon as you well know With yeah. the traffic outside 50,000 fans So Exactly yeah, Here for a while mate Good and look <laughs> the, the weather's good So yeah, there's no chance There's no excuse You're there um, Hugh, Mark and Gordon Are in the studio We're going to surely Start hearing from the managers Soon as well I'm very keen To hear What they made of it Stephen is A Celtic fan on the line What do you make of it today Stephen? Just uh, frustration and disappointment, just like many Celtic fans today. I don't think Celtic were at the races, um, albeit it was quite a tight game. But like I've seen to the, the guy before, I think it's always hard enough against 12 men because I, I feel that Bobby Madden's performance today was an embarrassment. You think it cost Celtic the game? It certainly didn't help. Uh, I certainly feel that Rangers should have been down to, to 10 men. Uh, the consistency just wasn't there. There's was tackles going in. The sh- two yellow cards should be definitely given to, to Lundstrom. Um, I just felt that that, yeah, that did play a part in the game because obviously if the, that, that changes the game. Without getting all existential on you, right? I don't think that's what anyone needs on a Sunday afternoon. Uh-huh. But I always find this, I, I get it, but the notion that John Lundstrom should have been booked twice and therefore sent off, how are you meant to know if, if he's booked the first time, does he make the second tackle? Yeah. See, we, I get why people are, get annoyed at refereeing performances, but it's very hard to add all that together accurately and project that that's then what would have happened When Celtic and Rangers lose to each other The losing fans go into denial And denial means starting off with the referee Because he deliberately did it to you He didn't want you to win He wanted the other side to win And therefore he made his decisions accordingly Again Stephen says that Celtic were not at the races Stephen should examine why Celtic were not at the races Um Everyone has agreed that Bobby Madden did not cost Celtic the game. Celtic had the game at 1-0, should have had it over with Cameron Carter-Vickers hitting the bar and would have got away with one had that been the case because they were very poor. But we'll have to deny it to every caller. In my estimation, focusing on the referee is an act of denial. Stephen, what do you make of that? Well, let me ask you this question, Gordon, and you. Uh, do you think that Bobby Madden had a good game today? No, I think everyone said that they, they didn't think that Yeah, so therefore the point I make then is I think that the consistency in the game um, What it went There's, there's fills I felt everyone was going For example, Bassi on Rogic It was basically a rugby tackling him And the fill went to, mm-hmm. to Rangers Everything seemed to go Rangers way Obviously I'm saying that through Green tinted glasses um, But that's kind of how it went Steven, no, listen. Uh, this, this is the thing, though. That these these are two different points. I know people like to join them up. You can say Bobby Madden didn't have a good game. You can say I thought he got that wrong. Thought he got that wrong. 
does that then become oh, we were up against 12 men you know Stephen I feel like you're now acting as if that's the same thing when I'm not sure it is Mark no no it's not listen I agree with Stephen that some of the decisions that Bobby Madden made were, were baffling I said it at the time three times in that second half I said that's ridiculous why a certain players get away with a yellow card but you know, it didn't cost Celtic the game. Celtic cost themselves the game. Been one up with 12 minutes to play. You know, and you look back at the game at Ibrox and how they defended so well, then they lose a goal with 12 minutes to play and then they, they, they can't hold it. They've got themselves to blame. Yes, you will question some of the decisions. There should have been yellow cards for, for other Rangers players. But Celtic have to rise above that. I'm sure Ange Postcott, I've not heard what he's got to say, but I'm pretty sure... Mm. He won't be pointing you'd fingers at referees. You probably got an opposite argument as well, Gordon, saying that Mark says he should. I actually asked during the show, has Lundstrom been booked? Because I thought he had. Um, but you can flip it round. Rangers fans will be sitting listening to us thinking, well, hold on a minute. Bobby Madden didn't give us, didn't book a, a, a Celtic player for a tackle or whatever. We all agree. I don't think it was Bobby Madden's best game. But I do not think Bobby Madden cost Celtic the... The chance to get into the cup final Hugh makes a great point They were one up Vic, Carter Vickers hits the bar Rangers responded to that I think it was all about Rangers mm. today I a really Celtic, do I think you've got to give them credit A Celtic player would need to make a tackle In order for Bobby Madden to book him for a tackle uh, In fairness to Stephen Stephen does say Celtic weren't at the races In what way Stephen? Why do you think that was? Well, I felt like that Celtic were almost the team That played 120 minutes on Thursday night they seem to be a lot slower, lack of energy, couldn't get going. I feel the like Rangers were the better team at, throughout the game, at, um, just edged it. But it did seem that Celtic were very lethargic. That's why you should ask yourself the question, mm. why? Why do you think you, or is it just I, I'm honestly, I'm honestly astonished and baffled. Because the last time we clapped eyes on Celtic, they were taking seven goals. Should have been ten goals off St Johnston. Everyone was purring. They were terrific mm. from back to front and in the middle. Uh, and in their very next game, with a, a treble on the line, they were poor. Gordon, you, you said early on that tackles in the game sometimes set the tone. And within the first minute or two minutes, Hatati's touch was heavy. Lundstrom was on him like a rash. Tackle, and it's a turnover possession that Rangers probably should have done better. And after that, things didn't get a whole lot better for Celtic. Every time they put that ball into the midfield, whether it be Hatati or Rogic, McGregor was the only one that probably got past marks. O'Reilly, when he came on, take your pick. It was slow. Stephen Wright, it was lethargic. The opposite of what Celtic's been this season happened today. Yeah, I mean, Jim, I think even the most optimistic and confident Rangers fan would, would concede that, you know, it wasn't. It was never going to be a game that was won by a brilliant footballing performance. That just became clear early on. So those moments about you know asserting yourself, they were going to be key. You can barely remember any decent passages of play. You know, yes, Celtic McGregor's pass in for Celtic's goal, Goldson's diagonal for Rangers equaliser, um, but it just wasn't that type of occasion. Yeah, but again, I get back the, the the last game. I think Celtic thirty nine percent percent possession possession. Sorry, in the second half, I think it was. So I'm saying Rangers. You know, to use the, the the phrases, were in Celtic's faces, and they were in their faces, and you know they made it you know difficult for Celtic to get their head up. And you see, you have to beat your best when a team is pressing you, so you can bypass the press by quick, slick, um, you know, incisive passing. And that wasn't for Celtic today. And sadly, that happens in football. And there's you know there's there's not a an absolute reason you think yourself one or two players sometimes if they're off the pace but if the vast majority of your team are off the pace you, you know you're going to struggle and, and Rangers probably had to be sense of that during the game the players will know that wait a minute Rogic isn't at his best he hasn't had that quality in the final third keep at him keep keep kind of trying to upset him keep frustrating him all these sort of things and, 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 and then that, that's like a you know a domino effect on the rest of the players and they start to believe wait a minute this could be our day but but as I said, there's the very, very small margins we keep saying all the time. Hit the hit the bar at one 0 and it could, you know, we're having a different uh, a different discussion altogether. But it doesn't go in, 
uh, Rangers get that little uh, break at that particular moment in time and as I said thoroughly deserve to win and you have to credit Rangers I think Rangers deserve an enormous amount of credit for the way they play today uh, Thank you to Stephen he's not a happy man Giovanni Van Bronckhurst on the other hand will be here's what he had to say on that game today You know to all the players it's a um, you know, very proud moment for me as a coach to see my, my team play like that we had to, uh, had to dig deep after a demanding game against Braga I think today our character was was phenomenal and especially you know because we knew Celtic were you know were fresh they were coming at us you know knowing that I think the the guys did uh, did, did did terrific I think the first half we uh, we created some good chances to score but of course the the goal against us we knew we had to dig even deeper I think in those moments we were there I think the the, the substitutions made made quite positive impact for uh, for the team you know fresh legs also we controlled the game uh, after that. You know, when you are playing a semi-final, you come extra time. You know, players get tired. You know, make more mistakes. And the second half of extra time, that if you score in that moment, that uh, you know, that's a vital goal. And uh, luckily for us, uh, we, we we scored the winner uh, with with Sakala. Of course, you know, Scott is always trying uh, to score. He, he missed very good chance on on Thursday, and you know, he, he's always a player who can come in those. Uh, those spaces and, and, and try to score so today he did perfectly so I'm really happy for him but you know happy for all of us that uh, that he scored the equaliser. We knew that if we showed character and, and, and played the way we can uh, this team has a lot of character and that's the, 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 the thing we needed today but uh, also physically I think we, we looked also strong well of course Aaron came off with, uh, with an injury but uh, you know most of the players looked, uh, looked really strong throughout the extra time as well course we were able to to change some players but you know it's always good to 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 win a semi-final but also when uh, the subs have good contributions it's always a you know a really team performance and that's uh, what I'm really proud of yeah he said a really proud moment for me uh, and I think to emphasize himself uh, was important because if Carter Vickers scores and it's 2-0 Rangers don't win we then have a programme revolving around should the manager be still in office at Ibrooks, because three defeats in a row at Celtic Park, Ibrooks and Hamden is unacceptable if you're the Rangers manager. So it's a massive day for Giovanni Van Bronckers and he made the right substitutions and they made a telling contribution. And therefore, for him, everything about the day is perfect. He was under pressure, Gordon. There's no doubt about that. These four days have been remarkable for him. It's a turning point probably in his management career at Ibrox because he had doubters. He's not got doubters tonight. Let me tell you, Rangers fans are delighted with the appointment of the manager because he's in a semi-final and a final of the Scottish Cup. He had to get that victory today. Wasn't the greatest game, but we keep going back to you know Carter Vickers hitting the bar. Yeah, okay, he didn't hit. Uh, he didn't score. You get back to all oh, Celtic players were uh, off for him. I totally agree with Jim Duffy at Hamden. I think you've got to look at the bigger picture. All the credit in the world must go to Rangers. I thought Rangers managed that game today. Not a classic, but deserved to win it. Uh, yeah, let's bring in Dylan, who's a Rangers fan. What did you make of it, Dylan? How happy was that? Did that make you today? Oh, absolutely delighted, Gordon. Um, good to speak to you all. Um, we're on our way back. We're at the game today, myself and uh, my brother and my uncle. A great, great day. Um, don't get me wrong, when we went 1-0 down, it was a bit, it left his intent hooks a little bit. But I can't believe what I've been listening to, to be honest. Like, there's talk of like, ifs, buts and maybes, if Carter Vickers didn't hit the bar, if this didn't happen. If John Lundstrom's ball didn't hit the post, Rangers would have been 1-0 up before half-time. I think that 100% Celtic weren't at the races, but Rangers didn't let them get at the races. The way that Calvin Bassey would come into midfield and stop Rogic from turning and getting the ball under control. The way that uh, that Goldson would boss Maeda. I thought that we didn't give them the time. We didn't give them the space. We made it the game that we needed to make it after how we played in Europe on Thursday. It was a tough a tough slog. But we showed what we needed to and I can't agree more with Van Bronckhorst and his, and his press conference here. We showed character and we dug deep and we showed the desire to go and win that game today. And I think that that is what all Rangers needed. They needed to show they wanted it more. Yeah, absolutely. I think you guys have covered a lot of that throughout mm. the afternoon in terms of the way that, that Jack and Lundstrom didn't allow 
uh, Tom Rogic to play And the way that Rangers stopped Celtic doing How many times has it been said They clearly learned lessons from the game at Celtic Park The desire And then it's against the backdrop, Gordon, of the of Thursday night You know, To do yeah. that anyway Would have been praiseworthy I, I think, the callers, after I think the callers bang on the money, Gordon I think he's 100% right And he's quite uh, entitled to come on here and uh, point mm. out the fact that yeah, ifs and buts, it didn't happen mm. for Victor. Yeah, but really hold on. See, some... to be fair, I don't defend Hugh Keevans lightly. Hugh's yeah. not saying, oh, no, no, Celt- Celtic are unlucky because Carter Vickers hit the post. All he's talking, he was, it was in praise of Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. He's talking about the fine margins and saying if that goes in because of the the the, the way the Rangers fans have felt yeah. about. Giovanni yeah, Van Bronckhorst also, so no, no one's saying This is a hard luck story For Celtic no, So let's be careful We're not hearing things That we want to hear No I just think that The reason Celtic Were below par today Was the fact that I thought Rangers Tactically got it brilliantly Right He was talking about Tom Rogic Bossed the game at Ibrox Fantastic player Great in these occasions He's right Bassey was coming in there Maeda with the pace Didn't give him a, a lot of space You look at the front three That's usually brilliant For Celtic They can turn games I.e. beating St Johnston 7-0 Could have been 10 With their pace Their energy And their movement You've got to give Rangers A lot of credit for that They dug deep They worked hard They got Extra time for me they grew right yep. They looked a stronger team A team that hadn't played 120 minutes on Thursday night And I thought they mm. got what they deserved out of the game I really do And I think the Rangers fans were delighted with what they said And a big shout out must go to the Rangers manager Because right, he was George under Perry. Yeah, he was under a wee bit of pressure, Gordon And he had to answer the critics He stood up He made great substitutions today His game plan was brilliant And he got his reward And you predicted 2-1 You know your stuff Um, Dylan, there's so many strands to this I wonder what you make of John Lundstrom's journey Since, I don't know, January time Or even since the start of the season to now I I did mention to your producer I think that a lot of Rangers fans wouldn't have bat an eyelid. There was a lot of talk of him Maybe going to Middlesbrough in the January window And I don't think a lot of them would bat an eyelid If he did go I remember when he originally came in in the summer, I thought this is a decent player. He's got Premier League experience and uh, he can offer us something that we're maybe missing a little bit in in the midfield when Ryan Jack was out injured. But I see that the partnership that they've garnered together and today I thought that he just he he made those difficult challenges. He went in, he was flying into it. And I understand that your previous call, the Celtic fan was a bit frustrated at the fact that he'd maybe not been booked twice Mm -hmm. or whatever, but Again, the referee can only do so much. If he's not going to book him the first time, then Lundstrom might not make the second challenge. But I thought that he, he played the game very smart, but he also played it very hard. And I think that since January, he's just been a totally different player and he's looked every bit a Rangers midfielder that can go and take a game and, and control it. And it's, it's great to see. I'm glad that he's done it and I'm glad that he really imposed himself on the game today. I mean, maybe one day, Jim Duffy, we'll all realise after like, 700 examples that you don't need to judge people straight away and they might just take a bit to get going um, probably not I won't hold my breath but John Lundstrom would be another another good example of that yeah of course I tell you another guy that deserved a lot of credit today was Barisic because in the, in the game at Celtic Park the 3-0 game and eventually went out the team because he, he, he was just you know he, he just looked in bits but today I mean he stood up to be counted he defended well he, he, you know the bad I don't think it by him once he, he went forward well and uh, you know he deserves a lot of credit as well there was but, but, all the Rangers players played well. As I said, you know, obviously Dylan's saying the same uh, as, as I mentioned in the set, sense that, you know, Bassey pushing right in. And, and that's all down to the manager. That's all down to the tactics because they would have set players up uh, against, uh, you know, in training and saying, right, what, what happens if this, you know, Celtic's going to build for the back? This is where I want you to go. Yeah, but we're leaving one for we want at the back. No, that's fine. Deal with that. As long as he doesn't get turned, as long as Rogic doesn't get turned, we're fine. Uh, it's, it's if he gets on that half turn, that gives you the problems. So, Again, working on the training ground, working on the preparation, um, learning from previous matches. As I said, Rangers got everything everything right today. And uh, as I said, Lundstrom, I, I already mentioned, I thought he was, a, he, was, he was the best player on the pitch. Um, but there was a lot of good performances from Rangers players today. And certainly, I think only one or two Celtic players could really say they get anywhere near the levels. Yeah, Rangers fans used to have another favourite scouser. But I think it might be John Lundstrom these days, Hugh Keevans. Yeah, uh, he's had a good game. I know the Celtic fans are upset because he didn't get booked um, but as I say they, they have to look to themselves on a day like this everything about Rangers is positive and most about Celtic is negative 
Dylan, some very fair points well made Thank you for taking the time Celtic fans, if you want an explanation From Ange Postacoglu, you will get it right here next The games are over The talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line into the final parts of a long and eventful Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers are through to the Scottish Cup final to take on Hearts Celtic are out after Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's men one deep in extra time at Hamden. we've already heard from the happy Rangers manager let's see if we can get some thoughts from Ange Postacoglu what did he make of it? Yeah, we're obviously disappointed at the outcome um, you know, an opportunity to, to get to the final which we didn't take uh, I guess a typical semi-final, a very tight game between uh, both teams, and uh, you know, um, just decided by moments in the game. And you know, we had our moments; they had theirs, and uh, you know, unfortunately, they're the ones that um, got over the line. It's just the nature of, of you know, cup football, semi-final. It's um, never, never going to be open games. You know, players know what's at stake; they know the the consequences of action. So. You know, both teams tend to play fairly conservative, so it's not an open game, and we kind of knew that. We just had to stay, like I said, disciplined in our approach and wait for our moments. And when they came, we had to capitalise. And um, you know, we 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 did on one occasion, but not on others. And uh, as I said, an extra time they capitalised on theirs. We've had to be resilient all year, and um, this is another um, challenge for us. Um, you know, we we are disappointed. We're disappointed. We didn't get to to another final. We're disappointed for our fans. Um, you know, disappointed that you know we couldn't take the opportunity before us. But you know, we we've just got to make sure that, irrespective of what happened today, you know, we've got five games to be champions of this country, and um, you know that doesn't change for us. So we've got five games now to concentrate on, and uh, starting next week, and and making sure we use today's disappointment to fuel um, you know our endeavours uh, in this uh, next series of games. Did you feel you maybe would have had the edge going into extra time, just given that Rangers have played more recently and gone to extra time on Thursday? No, I think people make too much of that stuff. I think, um, so you know, at the end of the day, it's um, it's it's two teams uh, giving everything up until the the final minute. There's there's so much at stake that I don't think you know it's got to do with tiredness or anything. I, I think all you know, all 28, 29, 30 players that came on today gave everything they they could, and I think that's what you expect in this kind of game. Um, we certainly didn't expect to, to be running over the opposition. I think that's um, yeah, that's not how it works. I think he lets his team off lightly there. Um, I didn't see a match that was uh, a tight game. I didn't see this being the nature of cup football, where teams are conservative. Uh, and I didn't see uh, a game where Celtic gave it mm. everything I, I saw that when Celtic beat Rangers yeah. at Celtic Park And I saw it when Celtic yeah. beat Rangers at Ibrox But I didn't see it today I mean, I think obviously Rangers deserve to win Most people agree yeah. But to be fair to Ange Postacoglu Neither keepers really get a save to make And Rangers score in the 117th minute or whatever it was So by the very definition It, it was quite a tight game, wasn't it? it wasn't, there was no quality there It wasn't, wasn't a game that that had one real standout team Rangers deserved to win Because they were better than Celtic Yeah But you can, It was a bit of a tight game Was it not? Uh, I'd be looking at Tight uh, in that just lacked quality I'd be looking at the front three Who for me Were lightweight And Jota Abada Maeda uh, That wasn't good enough And I'd be you know, Tom Rogic I exonerate Because Tom Rogic Has won Celtic Cup finals Won mm. Celtic Glasgow Old Firm Derby matches You need to give it the full title now uh, So I exonerate him He's he's had a, a an illustrious past in this fixture But Hatati was yeah. nowhere near Is that it. not what Giovanni uh, Ange Postacoglu means then When he says You know that's that's the nature of cup football Sometimes you, you just This doesn't work Like so if you're saying You accept that about Tom Rogic Well I, I exonerate one man And I exonerate uh, McGregor the, the captain who who gave it his all and the goalkeeper Joe Hart but in the vast majority of cases I, I didn't see players who were giving it their all as in deliberately you don't think no, so no 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 I'm not saying deliberately oh. who were who were so far beneath what mm. has become their accepted standard I, I is thought that, is I that the same as not giving it, it their all I, I thought the players did give it their all but they were just poor they were just they underperformed in possession 
of the ball I think you hear the disappointment Ange Postacoglu's voice there but what I would agree with you is didn't really go on to individuals or how his team played it just kind of yeah. generalised and summarised it what do you think Jim? I mean, listen, you take uh, after match comments with a pinch of salt when it comes to managers because they're disappointed, but, they're, you know, they, they can't criticise their team. They can't criticise the players. He said they've got five massive games coming up, you know, to get the points needed to win the league. So he needs all his teams there. He's going to give them, you know, a little bit of criticism probably in the dressing room, but not much because of where they're at at this stage of the season. And, you know, he's calm and controlled, as he always is. When they wins game in the last time he won, he wasn't shouting from the rooftops about what they're going to do or what they've done. So... He's that type of personality, so I think he was right in how he, how he dealt with it. He's not going to overly play, praise Rangers either. He's a Celtic manager. So, you know, it, it, to me, I think it was typical Ange Postacoglu. Calm, stayed composed and uh, with the difficult questions that will come his way and make sure he gets his team right for the for, for the, the league fixtures coming up. Barry's a Celtic fan. What stood out for you today, Barry? Um, Mida playing up centre-forward again. Um I've seen it at Easter Road, three starting centre backs, try to throw balls into Mida, doesn't work. I was wrong. I was worried when I seen the team sheet because I, I felt this was going to happen again. I didn't think it's not Mida's game and it's not his fault, but I don't think that's I, I didn't think that was the way forward. And wingers are great. See if wingers have got somebody to aim for, that's great, but Mida's not that person. And it's not Mida's fault because he's not an out and out striker. I think I think he's better in coming in for the left. But to ask me that to ask me that he play that role in a cup semi final against two big centre backs, I don't think it's his game. How would you have got round it though? Did the introduction of Kyogo and his subsequent performance not suggest that he probably wasn't up to it either? Well, do you know something? Kyogo's an out goal scorer, and Kyogo doesn't have to play well to score goals. He's he's a predator. Um, he can his, his movement speaks for itself. He probably didn't didn't play great when he came on, but that's going to say that if he started, he wouldn't have had a, a better game. You know, um, I think obviously Jamak has been out. I mean, you would have started with Jamak as 100 percent all day. The Rangers might have said that about Morelos, but it, it is what it is. But I, as I said, I've I've seen enough now to know that Mida isn't an out and out striker. They can play in Scotland between centre backs. I don't think it works. Jim Duffy. Yeah, I, I don't think Maeda's a, a natural striker. I, I think I agree in terms of goal scoring. But as I said, I'm up in the gantry and I say to you at half time, hey Gordon, I can see him making runs and he's pointing in those channels that Tavernier and, uh, and Barisic had left. And Celtic didn't play the, those type of passes when they're playing well. Rogic is on a little half turn, he slips those little balls in. Hatati plays the balls, O'Reilly plays the balls. Those type of players that they didn't perform, so you can't just say it's down to him because he needs the right service. He's, he's right. You, you can't throw balls into the box against Goldson and Bassey or uh, Balogun against that type of you know with that style of striker. But you wouldn't do it with Kyogo either. But when you're if your creative players are creative and do move the ball quickly and do slide them down the sides, then he can be a threat. And so I felt a bit for him today because, as ever, he gives 100%, but he just didn't really get any supply. But I, I do agree that he's not a natural striker. Yeah, I mean, I think most Celtic fans or you guys probably mm. agree with that. But at the same time, he has you know, he, he has kind of popped up with goals and, and gotten them out of nothing at times. If you, if you play a... he's, he's got three in his last... Yeah. Six or something He's pretty much a one and two man Since he came seven to Celtic eight, I think so. It was like Ruffy Rangers Right uh, He's not an out and out number nine But if you give him the right service You'll get your goals I, t- I totally agree with Jim Jim's watching it for a good point of view In the sense of High up And he's got a good view of it Making the runs And pointing for where he wants the ball No he's not a back to goal player But The problem with Celtic had today was Kyogo probably wasn't ready to start the game, obviously, because he's our top centre forward. Jagamakis was a big miss to them. So it was either him or a badder through the middle for me today. And they've went for him and it's not worked. But I agree that he's not a, a an out and out centre forward. But even if you play there, you've got to have the right service. He didn't get that today. Is that something today, Barry? Does today's outcome worry you overall or just a tough one off day that you take on the chin and move on? You, you win some, you lose some deeper in extra time. Um, I'm more, I'm more worried about it. It's, it's cup football. Um, I've got one hand in the league trophy. You asked me, you said that to me. What was happening a year ago? Um, with Celtic be league champ, nearly league champions at this point. I would have bit your hand off. So that is what it is. You know, you take it on the chin. Hopefully, Celtic will bounce back. They bounce back for 
previous defeats and we've seen better out of them. So hopefully Joe Marcus will be back next week as well and we've got a full squad to pick from. Um, we'll see what happens from there. But I, I, I'm not obviously disappointed to get beat off Rangers, but I'm not I'm not worried about the rest of the season, no. Yeah, it becomes fascinating going forward, Hugh. Yeah, uh, and Postacoglu said uh, Celtic have five games left in which to become the champions of this country. And they have to use today's disappointment, starting with Ross County in Dingwall next Sunday. That match is now immense for Celtic. Uh, Jim, you were there. Sum it all up from an eyewitness perspective. Yeah, I, I think Rangers tactically got it spot on today. You know, I think that, uh, you know, they've pressed Celtic right from the first minute to the dying seconds. Um, you know, giving given Celtic no space whatsoever, no breathing room whatsoever to, to try and play their style of football. Uh, and thoroughly deserved to be in the final um, in, in a few weeks' time. A magnificent result for uh, Gianviani uh, Van Brockhurst, should we say, and uh, you know his team, and I think the Rangers fans will be immensely proud uh, of them. So, listen, it's going to be a fantastic end to the season with European football still uh, for Rangers and the Cel- Celtic obviously looking to try and wrap up the title. So, a magnificent end and a magnificent, uh, not, not a fantastic game today, but a magnificent performance from Rangers in terms of doing a job. Yep, strap yourselves in because the end of the season is going to be quite something. Well done to Hearts who are through to the Scottish Cup final yesterday. Well done to Rangers for joining them. Get that date in your diary. 21st of May 2022, Rangers and Hearts will meet at Hamden in the Scottish Cup final. Rangers got there today, of course. They fell a goal behind, courtesy of Greg Taylor, but substitute Scott Arfield hauled them level, sent us to extra time, and an own goal from Carl Starfelt sealed it. For Giovanni Van Bronckhurst men 120 minutes twice In the space of a couple of days I don't know if there's any time to get the feet up But they'll certainly enjoy that victory This evening A lot of league football still to be played As well We'll build up to that this week on the show Hugh Keevans and Andy Halliday Are here tomorrow night to look back on it all So make sure you give us a call Take down the number right now 0141 And in the meantime You can just stay right there Because the chart show is up next